Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Today we're looking at minute number 68. This is when the football players finally realize they're in the afterlife. Oh, they're so smart. Then Lydia seeks out the Maitlands in the attic, only to find Beetlejuice instead. Now, he tells her the Maitlands are deceased, even though she already knows that. And when she asks if he's a ghost, too, he answers with his most iconic line. I'm going to let Barry say this one. I'm the ghost with the most, babe. And that starts, or ends, oh, wait, nope, he also eats a cockroach, uh, which ends minute 68. And we can start today's podcast with the gentleman playing with all of his Beetlejuice. Uh, Slash casting toys. I'm playing with different casting old Kenner toys. toys. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Chris Taylor. Hi. I was setting him up for a picture. I didn't want y'all to think I was like, <laughs> just like, I'm going to ignore y'all all together and play with my toys. Well, I recognize one of them because it's my profile picture. <laughs> It's the Beetlejuice guy. Yep. You want to tell us about your toys? Well, uh, yeah, because I just mentioned them before that I had a Beetlejuice figure and a, a figure of what's supposed to be uh, Alec Baldwin in the shadow, even though it looks nothing like Alec Baldwin. Which I had. And, and uh, it's actually kind of a Beetlejuicey thing because his head squishes and his down head into squishes his body. Down, yeah. And uh, the uh, figure of Michael Keaton as Batman for Batman Returns, which actually does look a lot like Michael Keaton considering... Which I also had. Like, that this was a toy from, like, 25 years ago, so... Well, for some reason, the uh, the ones with, like, the quick change version gimmick actually looked more like the movie costumes than any of the other ones, so those were the ones I gravitated well, to. And I think what's crazy about it, and it's a very nostalgia-type thing, is it's kind of faded now on the figure. This feels like bonus stuff, I just realized that. <laughs> um is that he has this, it's faded now, but he had this, like, uh, design on his shirt. And you can actually get that design on a shirt, like a retro shirt. And I immediately, whenever I looked for it online and I saw it, I was, like, immediately, like, oh, that's that's <laughs> the Batman Returns Bruce Wayne figure. I must have that shirt. I still don't have it. But I have it, like, on my wish list nice. of things I need to get. Neat. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, a nerd. <laughs> well, something that this minute is... At least scripted, but is not in the movie, piggybacking on, on the whole color thing. Uh, Lydia actually Xeroxes a copy of her suicide note, which you actually can see. She comes in with a Xeroxed copy. But uh, in the script, it lists or it, it has her slowly making a copy with the green of the light falling eerily on her face. Ooh. Tying into all your color theories. And interestingly, I did have a color theory for this minute that ties in, but it's different. I noticed how all the red lights are off at the brothel, but there's kind of a red sun lamp on Beetlejuice while he's lounging on the balcony until Lydia moves and we realize maybe that was just his own magic happening, you know, his own bewitchery. <laughs> Actually, really it, looked, it looks like a crew man or a crew person just moves like moved out of the, the way. Filter, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. <laughs> like, th that, that was really weird because 
it 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 looks like they just straight up move the filter yeah. from in front of a light like you almost see the filter being moved but mm-hmm. i think it was uh, purposely uh, in a weird way i was kind of metaphorical and we're going to keep this pg that maybe um the beetlejuice, beetlejuice had um you know wore out all the ladies and that's why it was no longer red <laughs> except where you know he wanted to glow in his own afterglow well the script has a uh, tiny beetlejuice on the roof of a building wearing a silk dressing gown looking like he just dragged himself out of bed one of the horned whores yay for alliteration is nude sunbathing in the corner beetlejuice drapes a blanket over her lydia's face looms enormous in the sky <laughs> nice yes we did mention that this was what was it a hard r the original script or no the script was pretty r the script, yeah, was, the script pretty r, was pretty r yeah, r, yeah. So. the script also does not have the line the ghost with the most? It he's is not, not the there. The most? Nope. She wow. asks if he's a spirit, and he says, sort of, high spirit. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so a little different take on it. But, but I think this was around, no, th- no, high spirits was a couple of years after Beetlejuice, I think. Or was, I think so. I think it was around the same time, but. We have, we have yeah. the hugest high spirit fan yelling at us right now. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg, if you're listening, or Please. Liam Neeson, if you're listening, tell us, when were y'all in high spirits? Please leave us a, a, a note on the Beetlejuice <laughs> yes. Minute Facebook group page now that we finally have one. <laughs> um, speaking of little tiny Beetlejuice on the, on the roof, they had so much fun with scale here. And I was just thinking about how much fun that was also to plot out, you know, mm. the giant hand on the cockroach that had to be pretty big for it to fit, you know. Yeah, the the scale doesn't quite work unless that's a really big cockroach. Because it's like the size of a hamburger-ish. Really? I always thought well, it was like whatever he's, whenever he's chewing on it or... or I mean, no, when he, when he, grab, when he, when he grabs, grabs it, it it's, it's about like the, the size, size of his palm. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it looked kind of... Normal. It never really struck me as being that big of a roach. How big? What kind of cockroach yeah. is at your house? That must be some cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bite your head off, man. But apparently, I've seen bigger cockroaches than other people because it never struck me as being sure weird. They weren't cockamouses. Cockam- it might have been a cockamouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I kind of want to relook at. It. <laughs> I'm gonna go look at it again and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> See, I want to know because I've done this before. I did a, a black and white film where. I had to bleed out the mouth and they kept feeding me um, chocolate syrup because that's what Hitchcock used for blood, right? And I just loved it. So I wonder what the cockroach was actually made out of, what it actually tasted like. If It was something delicious. And Michael Keaton is like, yes, let's do it again. Let's do it again. I want to eat the cockroach again. I mean, it could be gummy and the Foley guys just added the added crunch. The crunching sound. I know, but I'm just saying it could have been quite tasty. Could have been. I hope I so mean, for his like, sake. you don't see him chew and swallow it, so... He bites into it and you <laughs> he bites into chew it. later, yeah. but, you know, we don't want to go into the next minute right. yet. What, what, I, what I was kind of fascinated by in this minute was at the beginning of it, right before the football team comes in and says, Coach, I don't think we survived that crash. Uh, Juno shoes out uh, Barbara and Adam. Like, but the thing is, is, at the time, these actors are wearing these big mm-hmm. prosthetic. They're probably not even actually Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis at that point. It could be it could be stand-ins because we can't see their faces. So you know they have to make their way out of this room, past a bunch of other extras in these giant masks, which mm-hmm. I imagine can't see out of. And it keeps. I I want to say that there must have been times where they had to bump into it. And all I can think of is that Tim Burton probably wanted to keep it in 
in like an Ed Wood style fashion of them <laughs> being like, they just ran into the door frame and he'd be like, you know, that's a de- an issue they would have had to deal with all the time. <laughs> right. And then them realizing, dude, no, you, you can't do that. They, they're supposed to be able to see. And then he'd be like, oh yeah. That's yeah. Right. I actually had that in a later minute, but it, it also works now. Why didn't they retract their faces? Cause obviously they can because or the, spoilers they? They, they do. They're like that for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Wait, you're spoiling a funny moment in one of the other minutes. We're not there yet. <laughs> okay. But I, I don't know. I think maybe they didn't want to try to figure it out again. Well, because, you know, they already got kind of uh, Juno's approval of being like, all right, that works. Go with that. What if they went back to their normal phases and then had to remember, mm-hmm. okay, what did we do earlier when we were in Juno's office? And they couldn't remember. <laughs> well, you had the hair tuft. And then I, you I was a bird, eyeballs, of course, and... you were a bird. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, because the Maitlands are, you know, somewhat creative, but they're not the brightest in the drawer. Yeah, also, they, they're, they're, if I saw that, I would just be more, like, weirded out. They're, they're kind of like, you know, a Looney Tunes acid trip yeah. rather than a really, I'm going to run out of my house screaming. Yeah, you said that Adam looked like uh, Go-Go from uh, Tiny Toons. Yeah, which, it only yeah. took, like, ten minutes to remember what, <laughs> what <laughs> Like the Dodos from. from Looney Tunes and Tiny Toons. Yes. Yeah. And um, Barbara, well, Barbara, I think would be more disturbing to me, but I think that's just some about all the teeth. Yeah, it's not even the eyeballs on the tongue; it's just like that gaping maw. Yeah, I think the eyeballs <laughs> almost make it cute. Yeah, that that yeah. that kind of takes away the the scare factor of it. Yeah, for me, it's the tongue. I think it's adorable when it moves. <laughs> Getting back to Lydia meeting Beetlejuice, why does he tell her they're dead? Dead skin. Oh, because he doesn't know. What he doesn't know that them? she he just knows. Saw them disappear? Well, I don't think he knows that she knows but, that they're dead. But she says, well, she no, says she, like, yeah. oh, of course they're dead. They're ghosts. And he goes, but they're gone. Splitterino, blah, blah, blah. And, Afterlife kids. And so I'm trying to think of how this like played out in his mind. Because, okay, he they disappeared after he got tempted into the whorehouse. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if he noticed them disappear and... Didn't think of anything like maybe he was walking toward the bar, like the house, you know, hey, Adam, you know, nice move. And he's walking through and he's looking at the girls and he looks up and they're gone. Like he sees a bright flash and they're gone. And he's like, I don't care. They must be dead. <laughs> and he went back to look, look at all these horny whores. I'm going after them instead, you know. <laughs> well, there's also probably if if he thinks she thinks that they're completely gone, maybe she'll be more inclined Get to help him. Get a new friend. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He is a he's he could a want trickster. a new friend. Yep. He's the Loki As in the story. Definitely learn in the next minute <laughs> what lengths he's willing to go. Mm-hmm. And on that note, tune in tomorrow to find out what lengths he's willing to go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Until next time, save us some popcorn, and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.